It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. And obviously lots of talk also about marijuana. You can smell it uh, on every corner in New York. And what was it at the U.S. Open? One of the players said it smells like Snoop Dogg's living room. And it sure does. I think almost every city, but especially New York. And joining us to talk about all of this is Kevin Sabit. He is the president and CEO of SAM, which stands for Smart Approaches to Marijuana. Um, Kevin, you know, this has been a disaster of late. Um, especially the rollout in New York. They started it. They stopped it. Um, it. It's been a mess. And and what's going on with secondhand smoke? It's like they crack down on secondhand smoke when it comes to cigarettes, and yet marijuana seems like it's a free-for-all. Yeah, we're living in a surreal time with marijuana. We've rolled out the red carpet for this massive industry, which is doing nobody good but the investors you know, involved in it. it it's big tobacco all over again. You know, today's marijuana is not Woodstock weed. It's much stronger than the past. We have 99% THC strains that are out there with these concentrates. Kids are vaping and carting, as they call it, cartridges, um, you know, left and right, astronomical levels. And it's, you know, because we've normalized and commercialized marijuana, it's it's frankly embarrassing. And uh, frankly, other countries are looking at us and, and just they can't believe what we're doing to our you know, young people, to our workers, to people that are the economic engine of this country. So I'm very concerned about it. And I think it was a really dumb move. Ed Cox, go ahead. Uh, Yes. uh, Tell me about the dangers, not just with respect to drug, but general cigarettes are dangerous for you. Why not smoking marijuana? Exactly. Well, first of all, marijuana has many more carcinogens than cigarettes. That's why secondhand marijuana smoke is actually more harmful than secondhand tobacco smoke. In oh, fact, that's interesting. That's yeah. really oh, yeah. interesting. That's a headline. Yeah, that's very Absolutely. interesting. Absolutely. And there was just there's been study after study on that. And, in, you know, in, in public housing in New York, there was a recent study showing that, you know, little kids growing up in public housing and NYCHA housing, they're smelling marijuana. They're reporting they smell marijuana far more than they do tobacco. And that hurts the kids. It hurts kids, you know, developing brain. Your brain is developing until, until about age 25 or 30. Anything that you do to affect it. And THC binds to receptors in the brain that are responsible for very important things. Judgment, memory, you know, learning, cognition, all of these things that, you know, we need to grow up. And, you know, we know it reduces your IQ. It can reduce it by up to eight points if you're a regular user as a kid and as a young person. That's a very big deal, eight points. So, I just, um, yeah, you know, we're, we're sort of blinded. We, we were promised that the black market would go away. There'd be no more drug dealers. Actually, the underground market has thrived during legalism. It's bigger than ever. Uh, we were promised all this tax revenue. In reality, we're paying for this because of the car crashes, because of the, all the other problems that are coming as a result. So, and, and, you know, the psychosis, the psychosis, the schizophrenia, the suicide now that we're seeing directly related. Marijuana is the number one drug for suicides among young people in Colorado, for example, since they legalized. So I just, um, yeah, I worry about it. And New York is now synonymous with the smell of, of weed. And I, you know, it's just sort of, we got to think about if that's really on brand, if we want that to be our brand. Um, and everybody, we're talking to Kevin Sabet. He I mean, is head of the turning, Smart Approaches to Marijuana. We're turning our people to a bunch of uh, dope, dope heads. Yeah, and, and yeah, you know I mean, what? You know what yeah. came out the other day too. I saw that it's like higher lead, or, or like there's there's actual issues oh, in the brain. I mean, this is really scary stuff. And also, this comes Kevin Saba too, where um, the Health and Human Services is trying to lower mm-hmm. marijuana right on a federal level. What's going on? I mean, it seems to be a trend everywhere. 
yeah, it's kind of crazy. Well, first of all, you're right to, to, to cite that lead study. There was a very big study showing that marijuana users have high levels of lead and cadmium and other very dangerous metals. And that's because people think that if it's legal, it's regulated. They think you know what's in it. Guess what? You don't know what's in it. I, I wrote a book called Smokescreen, What the Marijuana Industry Doesn't Want You to Know. And I did you know, in-depth look of these labs and these products that people are buying, quote-unquote, legally. It's not regulated. There's so much junk in it that it just could, the study confirms it. And you're right. Uh, HHS did a review. They're saying that we should make it a Schedule Three drug, which would put it similar to like um, anabolic steroids or, you know, uh, ketamine. And the reality is DEA has to do their own assessment of it now. It's kind of in the bureaucracy now. Um, I'll tell you, I was very uh, um, disheartened, though, that the HHS secretary, first of all, publicly announced this because it's not a done deal until DOJ looks at it. So it was I've worked in three White House administrations. I've worked on this issue very close up. It's very unusual to publicly announce from what agency that that they have sent their recommendation to another agency. It shouldn't have been done. Number two. They did it on Twitter at 4.20 p.m., which is the 4.20 stoner holiday, you know, 4.20. Oh, that's interesting. Right. That's just disrespectful. I talk to parents all the time who are trying to get their kids into treatment because they're addicted to marijuana. They're addicted to THC. Uh, And I just just found that distasteful, disrespectful, totally unnecessary. So, uh, look, alcohol and driving do not mix, and you can measure when someone is is, uh, impeded by alcohol while they're driving. Right. Can you do that with marijuana? You can measure it, but we don't have a reliable measure. So yes and no. I mean, you can measure it in the blood uh, and, and you know, by the manograms per milliliter. But the reality is we don't have a number, like a magic 0.08 number at all. It's very difficult to be able to take a marker. That's why I like things that are more behavior-based. You know, what are someone's behavior? But we do know that marijuana doubles your risk of a car crash when you're driving because it messes with your depth perception. It messes with your reaction time. I mean, and anybody who knows anything about marijuana knows that, you know, if how you're about a, a marijuana, How about a crane operator? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. Wow. Uh, Dr. Kevin, thank and, you. And uh, we want to have you on again and because we got to make the American people smarter. Absolutely. I think we're going to look back in the past and say kind of what we're rethinking. So folks can go to learnaboutsam.org if they're interested. That's my organization, Smart Approaches to Marijuana. Thanks, Don and the gang. You guys are all great. Thank Thank you. you.